Hey guys, welcome back to. Hey. <laughs> really cute dog videos that would respond to that and howl when they would hear. I had a dog that would howl to Steve Miller Band's song. What? And the midnight toker in the music in the sun. I'm a joker. I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight toker. Huh. Your dog would howl to that one? I really love your peaches. Want to shake your tree. Yeah. Because it was that sound that was going, and my dog would go, for a, for someone who said they weren't gonna sing, well, that was a lot of singing I, I and howling. I wasn't and gonna instru- say anything. It was good. I could see it in your eyes. Of but disappointment. I also have found myself for like thirty minutes just scrolling through dog videos <laughs> on Instagram. You know when you see if you find one in a, like a reel, the Instagram reels, yeah. and then you just scroll up and it keeps. Giving sure. you similar. It's like, oh, types of we know what you want. <laughs> oh, you want dog? We got dogs, <laughs> and it's just one after the next. Sometimes I start my Saturday morning out like that. Do you? And I and it's a good start <laughs> to the weekend because they're all fun dogs. Yeah, it's great. Um, I like the ch- the challenges. Yeah, where it's like do this in front of your dog and see what your dog does and you I know, always try okay, it. But uh, you know what I don't like are the ones where they pretend to take them out for a walk. Oh, I thought you meant the ones that you... I thought you were going to say the ones where they pretend to bite them and they have the bite sound effect. No. Those are funny. Those are funny. <laughs> this is one... They They get the leash out, the dog's right by the door and then they walk outside and it's just they leave their phone there like... It's a video of see what your dog does, thinking you left them in the house to go on their walk. <sighs> Clinical dog depression it's is what terrible. they do. Yeah, I don't like that. People go crazy on those ones, like, like saying it's so mean. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's terrible. People are very vocal about animals. They should be. They don't have a choice. No, sure, 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 yeah. No, I agree. I'm against animal abuse. Yeah. I wouldn't hate if people were that vocal about people abuse. That would be also nice. Yeah. People probably, if you looked at stats... They care way more. About animals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So do you remember the story of Christian something in Central Park... Oh, with a lady who yeah. who called nine one one and like claimed that she was being threatened or attacked by this guy. Yeah, she was like strangling her dog. Right, and that's what everybody focused on. And everyone's like, "Hey, if you were as bothered by the abuse of this guy, right, and not the choking dog, and not the cho- and now granted, like okay don't, to be mad about also both. don't choke the dog. Right, yeah, but uh, yeah, be mad Human about both first. Yeah, or even, yes, I, I mean, I agree, but even, like, human at the same time, like, be yeah. as upset, at least as upset, is my thing. Right. Um. But, yeah, it was interesting watching that mm. whole, people, uh, the animal community was like, sure, call the cops on this guy, whatever, but, like, can you see how she's treating that dog? And I was like, oh, man, like, yeah, can we, like, care about all the things at Not once? Not glaze over the human yeah. that quick. 
Yeah, or at all. Yeah. So, well, that should bring us right into part oh, two. Speaking of glaze. Yeah. Are you more excited about if someone shows up at your house Saturday, fam's okay. hanging out, You someone uh, shows up with glazed donuts or bagels and cream cheese? Oh, you know. It doesn't have to be just glazed donuts. Could also be filled. No, I I would rather the glazed. Um, I think I'm I am I'm more excited about the donuts. Mm. I know that you're a salty. Okay. I would go bagels a hundred out of a hundred. I know you would. Um, I bagels are fine. Right, they're like okay, that's a thing that I'm eating. It's a bread circle. There's a bread circle, and it's like. I've chewed it for a while. Right. And it's still there, just being chewed. But man, a salt bagel with garden veggie cream cheese. Okay, no, like if you're talking a Brugger's bagel, this episode's brought to you by okay. Brugger's. <laughs> I feel like it's not true to say that just because I've mentioned a product, that doesn't mean no, they're sponsoring. It's not a sponsor. Us. We know, would but, like sponsored by. Yeah. So Brugger's. Bruggles. I like good Brugers. They do. Okay, but so you can have the best donuts or the best bagels. Donuts. Mm. Wrong answer, but no, I can't. Here's the thing. Why? What's your favorite donut that beats out all bagels? Almost any donut. Any good donut. Yeah, for sure. Even like the donut, like that that dipping one. Like if in an old '80s movie, you see a cop at a diner. Dipping a donut? No, you don't dip it. No. Okay. Well, it's like doesn't even have no, donut stuff on. No, it. like for me, donut stuff. Sprinkles, glaze. No. Okay. So here's the deal. Um, I feel like if it's like uh, there's nothing to me better than like an old fashioned like fry cake, like at a I like a cidery or something like that. Is that a word? Cidery. Yeah. Cider house, cider house, yeah, like at a cider mill. I, I'm not, I'm not knocking donuts either. I, it sounds like I am. It felt like you were. <laughs> donuts felt like you were. I know. I do like a them. good donut, but uh, you're not a sweets guy. You're a no. salty guy. And look, I can, I'll eat a bagel, right? But it's like I do. I really do love a good donut. I right. think there's almost nothing better than a fresh good donut. Mm. Ooh, baby. Yeah. I agree. Okay. No, you don't. <laughs> you well, disagree. I disagree. That's okay. So last week we went a little longer, mm-hmm. and we're going to continue the conversation into this week. Yeah, part uh, two. Sort of a part two. Yeah. But it wasn't, it was sort of related last week, but as far as like the whole thing we went going on, we we're just going. Because you know what? Yeah, we went nutso. We went bananas. Who cares? Because... Basically, who cares? When you're talking about who who goes to heaven with you, who cares? Who cares? Actually, that I care so much. But yeah, we really went to went to town. Yeah. So here so, we go. We'll here, just get into it. Let's do it. All right. We're trying to seek who Jesus is and what the Bible says. I feel like you'll find that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I think so too. And I, I I guess I feel like what's interesting is you look at the times when Jesus was like really just really upset, right? Flipping tables. Right. And it was 
it was during times when, like, there, I don't know, I guess there was, like, an exploitation there. Like, and it was the money changers and that kind of thing. So you think about, okay, so why was that so vile and offensive? And it's like, because you're capitalizing. Yeah. And it's so interesting, like, the tie between republicanism and capitalism is I think like capitalism really, it's so anti-biblical, you know, we're instructed to give it all to the poor Mm -hmm. and to invest carefully or whatever and be wise and leave an inheritance. And there's all these proverbs and wisdom instructions, right? Like not necessarily mandates, but like like wise instruction on how to to use our money. But it's pretty radical. Like how we are to be so generous and we are really to gi- to give to the poor and the yeah. needy and the hungry and feed and clothe and welcome the stranger. And all of those things are really like, you, if you ran on that as a po- Republican platform, you're not going to get the evangelical vote. Sure. And it's like, the, this is scriptural yeah. mandates, like to care for and love the stranger and the foreigner and the needy and the poor. Yeah. But that would be considered a very liberal agenda. And it's just fascinating to me because to, to me, like, I, I'm not a registered, I'm registered independent. I know we've talked about this, but because of that, because I don't see the gospel aligning with either political party and it's certainly not a tidy right. <laughs> situation. And you have matters of like life and the unborn. And then we're talking about, but are we talking about f- life and f- human flourishing from like conception through all of yeah. adult life? Like does People black are- male adult life matter? Mm-hmm. And are we, if we're pro-life, are we pro like adult life as well and like what does human flourishing look like for all people what does the gospel really mean does it mean sharing like a select group of verses or does it mean living that out in a way that creates human flourishing Hmm. is it both i mean i would argue that it's both yeah but it's just interesting i don't know we i just yeah i feel like it's so easy to get caught up in christian culture right and have that shape your view. And then you have like the Falwells and, you know, that the people with those political ties, mm-hmm. which is just really hard for me. Yeah. Like, those Christian universities that have like unbelievable Christian ties or uh, p- political ties mm. and are not living biblical lifestyles at all. And we're sending our children to these universities. That's just sort sure. of a long history of racism and a long history of misogyny and a long history of abuse. And I am like so horrified by it. Right, but then right. I speak up about that and it's like, Oh, you're not, al- this is a sacred cow. You cannot sacrifice a sacred cow. You must not have like grown up listening to, Jerry Falwell Sr. And I'm like, yeah, no, I didn't, which is why he's not my God. And that's why I don't care. This is wrong. And I don't want to be associated with that university. And it's offensive. But man, those are, you cannot say those things. Yeah. And, and be, and be liked. That's true. (laughs) It's true. No, it, it, people are so used to you choose, you choose Republican or Democrat. Mm -hmm. And, 
the church is for this one and the church is against that one. Right. Well, it used to not be like that. It used to right. be like a 50-50 split. Not yeah. that long ago. Yeah. And like the biggest separation was abortion issues. And it seems like now it would be like, well, okay, saying like racism doesn't exist is like saying abortion doesn't exist. Mm. Where you, we we oh, see... I never thought about that. Say that again? I th- I think that if you it, for people that say like racism isn't a, isn't a thing, racism doesn't exist, is the same thing to those people that say, if you were to say to them, abortion doesn't exist, because there it's so real and they see it in their world. You could be right. picketing in front of, uh, and, and they know that like, they see people walking in and walking out and having abortions, and then on the same thing it's like well then you see people picketing and saying and and having the against racism Mm -hmm. and seeing the constant racism coming in and coming out on this side and it's like you can't see this and both sides would say you can't see and it's like well it's more it's more too like if you're gonna go with that analogy it's almost like nobody's arguing that abortion doesn't exist they're Arguing whether or not abortion is wrong, yeah. And so it's al- it's almost like you're s- what the other argument would be is not whether or not racism ex- racism exists, but are those disparities sure between the communities because of racism or because of like are is it really wrong? Yeah, like is it just choices and attitudes and behaviors right, in the black right. community that I cause mean, it, those? Yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want to like put them on a parallel. I can see what you mean. It, well, and it, and it's so, um, and it affects, like, I think it it's something that is spoken of as it doesn't affect yes. my circle or my you know, and so it's it's not as real to me as like, you say it is. I don't know if it's. Right. As pro- I mean, you watch some news cycles and it's like saying how. Much racism, racism does not exist. Yeah, you know, and so, or at least on the, they look at uh, George Floyd, and it's like, well, okay, of course that was wrong, but yeah, but I've heard, I've heard plenty of like, but he shouldn't if he hadn't resisted. Sure, he, and it's sure, and it's yeah. always the well, did you hear about what did else you know they he did? did drugs? Did you hear they what resisted arrest before? And yeah, so it's just something that is so blatant that. You can't ignore, yeah. you know, but. But in both of those analogies, the abortion piece and the racism piece, when you are on the sidelines or in the cheap seats, it is very easy to make a judgment call or to say this, this isn't, um, you know, oh, well, that's in that situation. I understand why they sure. killed this person. Or, yeah. Well, if you were feeling threatened, what would you do? And that sort of thing. But that same generosity is not applied to an abortion situation. Right. You know, and a- actually, Annalie, she, you know, she was, you know, she's 17. She's processing a lot of this herself mm-hmm. and kind of working through some of these questions. And she said, you know, when, like, if a, if a twelve year old or a thirteen year old is assaulted and mm-hmm. and were to become pregnant, would like would that be considered like wrong? Like, would people consider that wrong to consider an abortion? 
And it's like, okay, here's a 17-year-old kid who instead of standing back in the cheap seats and being like, well, of course that girl was shot immediately. She had a knife. And then over here, well, of course, you know, it's always wrong and it's always bad and like – it's murder and this these this type of like language that is either is really dismissive of the nuance and the you know you're talking about our on this this hand with this incident with Micaiah the yeah. girl with the knife mm-hmm. you know she was a child mm-hmm. in the foster care system mm-hmm. who has experienced trauma and was felt she was defending herself sure um not I'm not justifying pulling a knife on people or any right. of that. Like, obviously, I would, I'm, I'm never coming at anyone with a knife. Yeah. But I'm also not a child right. in the US foster system. Yeah. So for me, like, to, like, you've got to nuance your way through that kind of view um, and not just be like, well, this is a situation where, you know, of course, it's like, okay, no, well, why, how does the foster care system, systematically disadvantage black families yeah. why are there disproportionate numbers of black family black black families torn apart hmm. by well-meaning white caseworkers like right. is is it possible just the question is is it possible that there's racism in that hmm. and even if this officer didn't shoot her because she was black is it possible that the fact that she was black got her into a position where she has been affected and traumatized by the U.S. foster system and is now in a position where she's holding a knife? Hmm. Is it possible that racism's right. involved in that? Right. You know? Sure. Just nuancing it. And that is Absolutely. it possible that a, a 12, 13-year-old girl raped and carrying the child or an incest survivor, like, is it possible hmm. to imagine that that is an, a horrifying situation where anybody would consider right what's best for the child in that situation yeah. like is it can we can we have a little nuance and a little bit of grace mm. and i'm not saying you don't have moral absolutes i'm not saying that i'm just saying that if we are so freaking sure that we're right about everything we're so sure that we're going to heaven nobody's going to want to come with us yeah hmm that's a big one. Right? Yeah. Like we, I feel like as Christians, we spend so much time being right, right. and self-righteous and uh, condemning and dismissing the plight of other people in both of those scenarios to the degree that, man, even if we're right and we are going to heaven, who's going to want to join us? Right. It's just that it lacks compassion, and Jesus was so attractive to the people who were in pain and suffering and mm. living in sin. He, they were so drawn to him. He offered a relief, a relief that I don't see us offering. Yeah, yeah. I feel like even knowing there's a lot of other Christians, and like a lot of my friends are Christians. Yeah. There's also so many that I, it's like, like, but are you though? <laughs> right, or it's like, okay, I'm gonna go to heaven, but where's their house gonna be? What? <laughs> I'd be on a different block. Yeah. I mean, I'm, no, I don't have everything right either, you know. But no. it's just, I don't know what it's gonna be like. But it's, I just feel like I'm, I'm just gonna like, <laughs> I picture my salvation. This is terrible, but I picture my salvation being like, literally, like I'm just like my little tiny fingertips. 
are just <laughs> like clamped on this barely to Jesus's cloak or robe or whatever. And I'm just like, please, is that enough? Oh my gosh. Oh, stop. so I'm not about to judge anyone who makes it in with a house. I'm for sure well, homeless in heaven. I don't know. <laughs> I'll be I like, didn't make it in with a house. I thought we were all getting one. There's enough room. I know, I know. I feel like I'm barely making it in. But oh gosh, stop that! I'll take it. I'll yeah, take it. You, oh my word! Another episode. <laughs> Another episode. All right. Well, listen, guys. Be just be nice to everybody. Yeah, be nice. Do something nice for to someone this week. Yeah, just, just try to, to understand nice. the compassion and empathy. I think that's what is hard for me with the Christian culture piece. Yeah. Is I think what we lost in that is this, we got very comfortable. I say we because I don't really even understand half of it. I'm like, what? Yeah. Chicken soup for the Christian teenager's soul? I got that for like graduation present. And I was like, people are reading Chicken this stuff? soup for the squirrel feeding soul? <laughs> <laughs> if I find that, I'm for sure buying I it. want that. I just think what we lost is the character of Jesus. Yeah, like where did compassion go? What if we just broke it down to love and compassion? And it sounds yeah, like, like love a hippie God, love thing. love God, love others. Yeah. yeah like but, the greatest commandments. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I miss love. <laughs> it was nice experiencing that. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, guys, who cares? Yeah, who cares? <laughs>